Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mara, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works. Every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey, social distancers. You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky. And Daniel Radcliffe's wand. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> are, now, are you talking about it, the metaphorical wand in his pants? I will let you figure that out. Ooh. I mean, you just that, watched the movie, so you could probably figure out what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. It was shocking. <laughs> it looked fake. <laughs> oh, yeah. It definitely was. Megan was blown away. <laughs> Why, what, what was her reaction? She, she went, oh, God. Then <laughs> 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 she's like, why? Because she hates it when that kind of a surprise is in a movie. <laughs> and I don't blame her. It's jarring. <laughs> you, you grip the armrest of the chair you're in. Yeah, I grind, oh! I grind my teeth. <laughs> that was oh, what we boy. saw. When we saw Ma, and there's the scene with the dick in that movie, our, the whole theater was silent, except Ryan just goes, oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So I guess spoilers already. There's a penis. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious, man. Like, was it his? Or was it a phony? <laughs> it was actually uh, Neville Longbottom's. Whoa! <laughs> They detached it and used it as a prop in this movie. He was like, hey, like, I have this guy, you know, he's he's a good friend. I used to work with him. He could really use some work. They're like, oh, does he hang dong? <laughs> <laughs> we need a good penis double. <laughs> yeah. How close are your penises in relation to each other? Oh, they're touching right now. <laughs> they're very close. They're actually They're in like a Chinese finger trap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this might actually be the fastest we've ever gotten it into talking about the movie we're going to review today. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, this is the quickest we've ever gotten to talking about a penis. <laughs> I think it's a double whammy. It's both. Yeah. So We just lost is... a lot of listeners. <laughs> we, we just broke ground. <laughs> <laughs> we, we broke all the way through ground, and we are floating in space. <laughs> We have fallen into the abyss. Oops. Yeah. It's okay. We got to clean been... the show up. Yeah, we, we really do. This is How are we going to get Obama on? <laughs> He's, he was thinking about being being a uh, guest, and then he heard our last episode, and he was like, yeah. oh, no, I can't do this. Not into it. They're talking about st- stomping poop down a drain. <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah, because I, I told Brandon, I was like, Brandon, I was like... Fast forward to 1440, and then that's just you, and you're like, just get in the shower, and what do you say? You're like, blow your ass open. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh yeah, we're talking about our uh, the toilet paper problem in the world. Yeah. Enough of all that that peepee poopy talk. We're back another week, still in quarantine, although mm-hmm. not really for me. Yeah, I got punished for leaving the work, you know, leaving the house and going out into the world today. Punished how? I got a flat tire. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody stepped on the back of your shoe. <laughs> yeah and I was they're like, like hey sir it. you're not supposed to be out here <laughs> i actually think that because i haven't driven my car in like a week and a half i think the uh, last i think i got it when i drove last because i went to the post office and then a woman actually told me she's like your like tire on your passenger side is like flat and i was like really and i went and looked and it was like really low i was like oh shit and then i was like all right i'll you know there's a gas station right down the road i'll go there but when i went to go get air there was there was a screw in it. Oh, that's so I I pulled the screw out though. Like I bought um fix a flat so I could like patch it. But as soon as I pulled that screw out, like it just it deflated so quickly. <laughs> it was just like yeah. So I'm I'm assuming that it, I got it last time I drove, and the screw was basically just holding in. Like it was making it leak super slowly. You've had to come to my rescue in a similar situation. Yeah. That was awesome though, because then, well, it wasn't awesome that you got a flat tire, but it was yeah, awesome thanks. that, yeah, <laughs> I love your pain. It was uh, awesome that we recorded after that. I don't even, what episode was that? Oh, I don't know. I think it's eh, probably like mid range. It was probably like about 40 episodes ago already. That's yeah. crazy, man. We're over 80 episodes deep on this show. Yeah. I wait, I'm, I'm excited for 100. 100 might be like, let's do some bonus episode for 100 or something like that. Yeah, we we give a top 100 ranking. It's going to be a five-hour episode. (laughs) People told us our two-hour episodes were too long. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, also, the people who told us our two-hour episodes were too long are also people who were like, yeah, most of the podcasts I listen to are 15 minutes. And we're like, "Uh, that's not a podcast. That's a very long commercial. (laughs) Yeah, I remember they they said that. They're like, yeah, most of the podcasts I listen to range from like five to 15 minutes. And I was like, what is that? Because all the ones I listen to are like an hour to like, you know, two hours. I listen to some that are like three and a half hours long sometimes. When when I see an episode out that's like only like 45 minutes, I feel cheated. I'm like, what the hell is this crap? Like, it won't even get me through my commute. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, now I only have a 15-minute commute, so it's a bummer. I, I It takes me forever to get through a podcast. I mean, technically now my commute is five seconds because I walk from my bed to my desk. <laughs> but Yeah. <laughs> I start the episode, I get through two words, and I have to shut it off. If that. <laughs> you better hope that they're not a... It's not a podcast where the name is like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> you would just get, welcome to supercalifrat. <laughs> I'll finish this later. <laughs> I'll come back. <laughs> I know where it's heading. I hate to stop it there. They were just getting to the good stuff. <laughs> Skip 15. <laughs> but You know yeah, what you got to so- do? Play it at double speed. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's so fun listening to podcasts at like double speed, especially if you're just like, I just got to get through the end of this, aka our podcast. I've <laughs> I've listened to our podcast on half speed and it's so funny. Oh, that's the best. We sound so drunk when you listen to it at half speed. We're just like, mm, yeah, so why are you kind of like this? <laughs> I gave it a minus now i want to listen to that on half speed it's it's really funny 
and kind of painful if you listen to like early episodes where we're like going through the whole plot because it's just so like it sounds so boring. <laughs> oh yeah. We apologize for those early episodes. There's a learning curve, folks. Yeah. I like to think we've gotten better. I think we have. I think so too. I feel better about it. Because yeah. it's way easier to edit now. <laughs> yeah, you would know better than me, honestly. Oh, dude. Those early episodes, if you guys have listened from the beginning, bless your hearts. Because those early episodes, they were long because our format was basically, let's just wing it. And we'll just talk about the movie, like, scene by scene. And it would take <laughs> fucking forever. Yeah. And now we don't do that anymore. <laughs> We don't do that anymore. Now we're professionals. Because I would listen back to it because I'm editing it before we put it out. And then I'm like, wow, this is dreadfully boring. <laughs> it's like listening to two guys telling a third guy a story about something that happened to work. And then at the end of the episode, we just got to go, you had to be there. <laughs> I guess you don't get it. But at that point, you had already sat there and listened to us for two hours. It was informative, though. It, oh, it's very informative. That's what we were going for. Yeah. Not as much fun. Now we have fun. We're fucking fun. We're fun people. All right? We're fun guys. <laughs> Couple fun of shrooms guys. over here. <laughs> so, how you been doing, though? I mean, you said you, everything's basically the same. Yeah, life's the same. I just don't get to go to the movies. It sucks. Yeah. Did you watch anything? You watch anything on Netflix? Any? No, I, I mean, I watched the movie we're going to talk about today because... I learned my lesson last time. I got to watch these movies. This ain't no Grinch. Oh, oh, I see. Okay, I get it now. I can't wing it. Yeah, no, you you can't. This one, I feel like you... Mm, you could probably wing this one. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. But yeah, no, this is really the only movie I have, uh, I have watched. Megan wanted to watch Birds of Prey, and I was like, yeah, I'll be into that. I'll, I'll rewatch that, because I think she would really like it. She really likes these, these like, really vibrant... Uh, in your face movies like that aesthetic that birds of prey has, but also like that, that style's very rampant in like nineties movies too. Like that really bright kind of trashy look. Yeah. So I, I thought she would like it and I was like, let's watch it. And then I went to go look at it and I was like, I'm not paying 20 fucking dollars for some VOD shit. That's what all the VOD movies are. I did not know that. Yeah. They're all doing 20. I think, I said this the other day, 20 is steep, but at the same time, that's kind of how they're hoping you're they're going to be able to survive. And I think they're also assuming like a movie ticket's $13. Most likely, multiple people will be watching the movie at the same time. I, th yeah. I think that's how they're going about it. Oh, dude, if I lived somewhere, like if I was still down in the city living with two other people and we were just like, yo, let's split this. Like, fucking why not? It's cheaper than going to the movies. Mm -hmm. And no one gets mad at you if you're talking during the movie or ripping a bong. <laughs> Basically, I just don't feel like you can blame them for making. I, I think $20 steep, but I also see why they're doing it. So I can't really blame them. You know what I mean? Yeah. $20 is steep when you're used to going for free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why I'm just like, ah, I'm not going to do it. Even though it's like, all right, well, if I did the average from like all the movies I saw last year at a theater and how much I spent, the average cost of a movie ticket for me from last year is like $4.60. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So now I can't, I can't even, be, I'm like, I got to spend $10 at this fucking Regal? No. 
That's all, I'm dreading when this thing is over and I do come up to see a movie at a Regal and be like, oh, I'm going to have to pay full price. This is bullshit. Or maybe I just have a free ticket. Mm. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You earn points the same way up there? Yeah. Um, It's a little bit different, I think. I, I'm not exactly sure how it works because they've got some sort of program in place where like, it's not an upgrade, I don't think. Or maybe it, it might be like if you buy it. Because last time I went, I did not get charged my popcorn. Oh, but cool. I, but, but the previous time I went, I did, but I only got a popcorn. This time I got a popcorn and drink. So maybe it's something where it's like you get a drink and a popcorn and you get it for free. I don't know. I don't know how it yeah, works. Yeah, that but, makes sense. Yeah, but there is still a there is still a points like system in it. So every ticket you buy and every like concession that you purchase gets you points. And then you can eventually get uh, like a, a free ticket. That being said, most of the things that like because there's multiple things you can use the points on, like you could use on concessions or tickets or whatever. But um, a lot of the stuff is like not worth it at all. At least I don't think it is. Damn. It's not like a free popcorn of any size. It's like you can get the small popcorn if you've accumulated it. Like if you spent like 200 bucks. <laughs> oh, it's like super specific. Yeah. I'll give AMC that. I'd rather just have a monetary coupon and then I get whatever I want and just use the coupon. Yeah. I like the way AMC does it way better. So. Yeah. Suck it, Regal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm way more of a fan of the uh, the A list than than Regal Unlimited. Well, neither of them are doing us any good now. Yeah, actually, last time I went to AMC, I got a free popcorn and drink, but that was just because the girl at the counter was just like, "Fuck it." <laughs> she was all about your swag. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was uh, it was my swagger on my way up to the concession <laughs> stand for the nineteenth time that month. <laughs> She's like, hey, you've got some swagger, bro. <laughs> She's like, you come here often? I'm like, yeah, I do. She's like, no, no, no. I'm saying you come here often. You need a life. You ask for that popcorn bucket every time you set foot in here. <laughs> I do, though. And it be it became a thing where I would walk up and she would just be like, we don't have it. I'd be like, that's okay. I'll just get a right. I'll just get a the paper bullshit like the re- rest of these fucking idiots. <laughs> I want my plastic bucket and I want it now. Yeah, what was it? It's AMC fucking Mythos. I don't even remember what the classic. That's what it's called. AMC yeah, classic. classic. AMC classic. <laughs> Closest one to me is like over a three hour drive. I've completely like I like AMC Mythos. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I couldn't remember no. the classic. But that's how I got it for free is because basically the word came down. It's like only the classics are going to have it. So she felt bad because I was never going to get it. So she hooked it up. She was just like, don't worry about it. I think you told me this. If you get it at a classic and you bring it to yours, they'll honor it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they know what's up. eBay, baby. (laughs) Honestly, I'm thinking about it. Now's probably not the time. Not worth it. Yeah. (laughs) For all we know, the, the movie theaters never open in double deuce. I was gonna, I was gonna say, yeah. Uh, the market's think about really that. low right now. Yeah. What if What if the summer cram can't happen? What if there's no movies all summer? Don't speak that way. <sighs> don't speak it. We'll end I up making movies. I don't know, man. It's crazy. I mean, unless every movie just goes VOD, they already that they, now they've pushed back Wonder Woman. A twenty four pushed back Saint Maud indefinitely because that was supposed to come out in I think next week or a week and a half. Oh wow. Yeah. So I feel really bad for the independent studios because they don't have the money behind them to be able to like survive and 
hold off on these movies the same way like Universal or Sony can just be like, uh, we'll just throw it on VOD. We'll make money. It'll be okay. Like these yeah. independent movies, like they they really need sometimes that they need that box office, even if it's not huge. Like they need that as well as DVD sales, as well as that. like they need everything they can get. You know. Yeah, I'm skeptical whether or not all movies are going to go to VOD. Like, I have a feeling that the VOD thing was mainly just for the movies that were, like, right about to come out or had been in theaters for, like, a week. Like, I don't think we're going to get many more after. Like, that's why, like, I'm kind of just like, we should really just use up the movies that are going to VOD because I don't think after this month we're going to get any more. Yeah, yeah, it might have been too late to pull the plug on some of those. So they were just like, uh, whoops. And now they're just going to be like, well, we're not. We're just not going to put anything out. Yeah, because like I can't see a studio being like, "Oh, we'll just put out this movie that everyone's really excited for on VOD." Like, whatever. They're expecting certain movies to be cash cows, which are which I think are the you know most of the movies that we're excited for. Yeah, like Wonder Woman. You can't just put that out on someone's TV. Yeah, and like Tenant, like that would never come out like that. So like, I feel like a lot of the movies that are going to come out from now on VOD are probably ones that like studios weren't confident with or they were just the ones that like kind of got shafted because they couldn't pull them that late. Yeah. Like shaft. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that movie really got shafted. There are three shafts in it. Yeah. The two dudes recommend shaft. If you'd like to get shafted. Oh, uh, that's what we should have put in the book. That is what we put in the book. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clearly I didn't read the book. <laughs> so, well, that being said, you guys, if you want the book, it's done. It's ready. It's already out there. And we're just waiting to give it to you if you want it. You just got to hit us up. Yep. Just hit us up. All you need to do is just retweet our, one of our posts or our profile. Retweet or repost, whatever, on any social media platform. And then we'll just send you a link. Uh, yep. The links are out now. So I know people have been getting them. It's really cool. Yeah, super. we're super proud of it. We're super happy that uh, that it's getting out to the public. Try to get it into y'all's hands. Mm-hmm. Trying to get these hands. <laughs> You're going to get these hands if you don't get that book. Exactly. And it's free. You don't got to buy it. It's faux free. Yeah. What What's better than free? And you can get these hands for free. I will fuck you up. <laughs> Listen, I don't give a shit about any of you fucking swampies. <laughs> but I love you. So aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Fight me! <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't mean to come off uh, negative. Especially in a time like this, it's the last thing we need. Like, mm-hmm. we don't need any more negativity. We need people banding together emotionally, not physically. Because with everything going on, it's like, Trailer Park! I... A couple of days ago, you're like, man, I came in hot last week for the trailer park. And I think I was working, so I couldn't respond. But when I was listening back to the episode today, the way you came in on it, I loved it. It was it was so loud and aggressive and kind of kind of aroused me a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. You hard, bro? <laughs> Bra. Bra. <laughs> you getting chubbed? Chubbed in the trailer park, bro. You get the trailer park chubbed. I don't know what we're doing here. I don't know either. Oh man. What was the what was the thing we said a couple episodes ago? We were talking about flubber. Oh, um fapping blubber. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. How could I forget? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I almost forget 
the entirety of what we talk about as soon as we are done recording. <laughs> you know, I'm over this shit. Well, that's just how I am with everything. I'll say something and then I'll forget that ever happened. And then like two years later, someone will tell me, do you remember this time you said this horrible thing to this person? And I'll go, I can't say I didn't. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> it sounds like something awful I would do. You know what? You're probably right. What are we talking today? Well, since today we are doing Guns Akimbo, which do we do Guns Akimbo in the trailer park? No, I don't think so. No, but we talked about it, that it was a movie that we wanted to check out because it looked interesting. Yeah. Similarly, because Guns Akimbo is a movie where real life humans are basically, they're not in a video game, but it's like, it's like a live stream thing. It feels like a video game. Yeah. I I don't want to get into it now, but there are heavy, heavy video game influences in Guns Akimbo. So, right. So for us, it just made sense that we talk about free guy, the Mm -hmm. Ryan Reynolds movie. Yeah. Which is a Fox movie, which is now a Disney movie. So, (laughs) yep. When you saw this trailer, did you have any any reaction to it? or You know, not really. I'll say this, and I might get some heat for this, and I don't, I don't mean it to ruffle feathers, but the Ryan Reynolds thing is kind of wearing off on me. Yeah. Like, I think I... Because uh, he's Deadpool? <laughs> yeah, like, I like Deadpool, and I even liked Deadpool too. I just feel like now every movie... Ryan Reynolds is in, he's just playing Deadpool. And maybe that's not even his fault. It just seems like that's the type of role. Like everybody wants him to be like that. Or maybe Deadpool's playing Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Deadpoolception. Mm-hmm. Speaking of tenant. <laughs> this this movie just on the surface is like, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna watch the trailer and all that, but the facts, like, I'm very torn with it. Cause there's some things that I really like. I do like Ryan Reynolds. I really like Taika Waititi. Wait, what does he have to do with this? He's he's in the movie. He's an actor in it. Oh, 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 right, right, right. I totally forgot. I haven't seen, I haven't watched this trailer in a, in a while. Yeah, and Little Roy Howery's in it. We like him. Yeah, he's good. I think we both love Zach Penn because he's he was a writer on The Avengers and he was a writer on X2. So okay. he, yeah, and, he, and he's got a couple other like Marvel credits behind him he was also a writer on uh, ready player one which i think we both liked a lot all right that kind of fits this motif too yeah but at, at the same time i do not like matt lieberman who's the other writer on it he did uh the story portion of this and he was the writer on uh the adams family which came out last year and playing with Wolf. fire which came out last year oh. and yeah <laughs> and uh he is the writer on that scoob movie the scooby-doo animated movie that's coming out this year Jinkies. Yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. So, like, it doesn't get me hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then Sh- Sean Levy is, uh, he's he's pretty decent. I mean, as a director, he's done a few, like, good things because Real Steel, which I've mentioned, like, a bunch of times on this show for whatever reason, he is the director on that. And he's the director on the internship with um, uh, Vince Vaughn, I think, was in that movie. Oh, okay. And uh, Owen Wilson? Yeah. He actually di- has directed a decent amount of Stranger Things. So, Oh, okay. That's cool. But yeah, he's more of a producer though, and he's produced some really awesome stuff like Arrival. But as far as directing goes, there's not like a ton to get you like super stoked. So yeah, it's it's a mixed bag. There's things that I like, there's things that I don't like. So I don't really know how to feel about it. And if you want to just watch the trailer now, I just feel like the trailer doesn't sell me on it either. All right. Well, 
Let's fucking check it out. So right away they're playing off the the Disney affiliation now. That threw me for a loop when I first saw it. I was like, wait, like what? And then I realized that it's a Fox movie. The song slaps. <laughs> Mondays, am I right, Joe? You said it, guy. Yeah. Don't have a good day. Have a great day. Everybody down on the ground! Hey, bud, you ever think that there's gotta be more? All of this stuff I like, like the, the NPC aspect of it from a video game. I think all that's yeah. pretty cool. The concept's cool. Yeah. Behind the... Today's gonna be different. Hi. Oh. God, this isn't you. You don't do this, man. Maybe I do. Dude, this is scary. It's like he's breaking the matrix, you know? He's just resting. Yeah. In pieces. That man is dead. He's so sleepy. See, this is where it does start to lose me a little bit. In like, in like what way? Like it's just like too like video game? Yeah, just, I don't know how well that translates to a movie. Is this what recreational drugs feel like? For me, like, I think it's just the comedy in this isn't do hitting, hitting me. Like I, I'm not really laughing at anything. And it's full of bad guys. I'm a is this rated breaker. R? I'm a red snaker. We need you to be the good guy. I'm assuming it is rated R. Yeah, because it's showing a lot of violence, but I'm, we're not getting a lot of cussing. Yeah. <laughs> cussing. Is that a Glock in your pocket? No. What? It's two Glocks. Oh! Yeah, I see what you mean, though. Like with the, like that, none of that is like really doing it for me. I'm not gonna be the good guy. I'm gonna be the great guy. Okay. Well, enjoy your lifetime supply of virginity. Off you go. <laughs> so easy. July third, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see if that comes out. Yeah, that it's just not doing it for me. I'm I'm not really into it. Like even that. Made it feel really like Ryan Reynolds light. Yeah, yeah. I think it is going to be rated R. That being said, the comedy wasn't landing. Hopefully, they're saving a lot of good jokes for the movie. Maybe that's what they're doing. Yeah. I like the video, video game aesthetic. Like, you know, obviously, I really like video games. I really enjoyed Ready Player One and like Scott Pilgrim. Like that has, you know, a strong video game influence to it. And I like that. So like the video game stuff I'm into. And I, and I like that they're kind of playing it like more true to like what video games are like with the end like i think the npc thing is really cool and clever for me it's just like i worry that it's gonna be really dumb <laughs> this is what i worry about yeah i feel you on that because 
I think his character is ignorant or not ignorant, but he's just, he's, uh, I mean, he's mindless cause he's an NPC who I guess is able to break away. Yeah. It leaves a lot of questions for like the world and stuff. Cause it looks like it's a game, like a, uh, like an open world and like online game. Like people are just logging on and yeah, it looks like it's each kind of other. like a GTA online type thing. Yeah, exactly. Which that's pretty cool. Like, that's what I mean. Like the, in theory, like in concept, it's really cool. I I like that idea, but I don't know if I will enjoy watching it for the entire length of a movie. Yeah, like I think the novelty will wear off, and I might not have said that a while ago. Like I might have been just like way into it because I liked Ready Player One, but also Ready Player One doesn't take place entirely in the video game, and it's not really about the video game like there's like a real story there you know what i mean like what is the story here i don't it doesn't really tell you yeah which isn't bad necessarily i don't know like it's just it's just not getting me excited the you know this trailer at least gives you the it gives you the imd plot synopsis is what it's giving you but uh, hopefully there's more behind that because like i have no idea what uh, Taika Waititi's character is, and he's top build on this movie. Actually, <laughs> if you go on IMDb, really? his name's above Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, wow. So I don't. He, I'm assuming he's a big part of the movie, and I have no idea what he is in this. Uh, Steve from Stranger Things is also in it. They show him. I don't know. Like, I feel like the trailer might only be showing us a small portion of what the movie is. So you know, hopefully, there's a lot more to it, and it's a lot more fun other than just like because right now it feels like a gimmick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And that's, that's kind of why I have like that, that taste in my mouth and that, that feeling of just like, I don't know if that's enough to carry for a full length picture. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, who knows? It might come out and it might be fucking awesome. Yeah. It's going to land in the summer cram if there's movies. Yeah. If they, if they allow us. We're, we're, we're cutting it close now. Well, also, I wonder what, what this whole thing is going to do. Cause like, if everything's back to normal in July, do you think all the July movies are still coming out in July or do you think everything's going to end up getting pushed back? No, I think the July movies will come out in July. I think the movies that got pushed back will find new times to come out, which like could make for like a good season for us where we're like, oh, wow, all these movies that we were excited for are coming out at the same time now. But you know, I don't know. This this really hurts. Yeah, but then what does that do to the theaters? Then you lose independent films because then at all at the same time, you release all of these big big studio pictures that have been put on on ice during this whole fucking pandemic. So yeah. I think this thing is going to, it's going to throw a lot of movies into the dumpster or they're just going to get pushed aside or Push back they're not going to hit theaters near us any, anywhere. Yeah. I mean, you, you've seen some bigger films already just push, get pushed back a full year, like fast and furious and stuff they're like, no, we'll do this next year. <laughs> this year is all fucking now. Yeah. Cause that, that makes it really difficult because it's like, there's only so many screens in theaters. You can only have so many movies come out on one weekend. Yeah. And especially not knowing who's going to... So, like, using Wonder Woman as an example, if they expect that to be a huge box office smash, like, another studio might be like, well, we don't want to release the same weekend of Wonder Woman, but we don't know when Wonder Woman's going to come out now. So it's really hard for anybody to start... I mean, no one can really make any calls because we have no idea how long this is going to go on for. Yeah. Like, even AMC said, like... Six to 12 weeks. Yeah, so it's like, we're either going to be closed until May or we're going to be closed until nearly July. Yeah. I don't know, man. 
And I definitely do feel you on the Ryan Reynolds thing. Like, I, I like him. I think Deadpool's hilarious. But, like, I feel like even his mannerisms now in movies are like, oh, man, you're just being Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, and it really sucks because he is good. Like, I do like him, but I don't want to just see him be the same character over and over again. Because then what happens when you make a new Deadpool movie? It's going to it's gonna be like, okay, we've already... I mean, we've obviously already seen two other Deadpool movies, but now we've also seen Ryan Reynolds be this character in everything he's in. Yeah, I mean, Deadpool 2 actually was like... I, I enjoyed it, but it was getting a little stale for me because they repeated so many of the same jokes. Yeah. If you want to see him in something different, go watch Six Underground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got anything else on this? I don't. Let's get the frig out of here. So we're talking Guns Kimbo. Mm-hmm. Guns Ikimbo. I think I was looking forward to this a little bit more than you were. No, I I, I think you found out about it before me, but I was into this because big fan of Samara Weaving, especially after Ready, Ready or, or Not. not. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I liked her already in The Babysitter, but I just didn't know a lot of her work. Mm-hmm. But then after Ready or Not, I'm like, she's fucking awesome. So I I was into that. And then once I saw the trailer... I got more and more into it. Like, um, we talked about like Flight of the Concords on here, mm-hmm. and uh, Murray is in this movie. Yeah, so Rise Darby. Yeah, I I was really happy he was in this. Yeah, and I don't have anything against Daniel Radcliffe. I've mostly only ever seen him in, you know, Harry Potter movies, and uh, not much else. I'm trying to think if I've seen him in something. Did you see him in Swiss Army Man? No, I haven't seen that. And I, think, I have it in my queue on Netflix, though. I think we mentioned recently Horns. You, you said you haven't seen Horns. No. So it's hard to say I'm a fan of it. I like the Harry Potter movies, but I wouldn't call myself like a Daniel Radcliffe fan because I just haven't seen a lot of his work outside of that. Yeah. I actually, I I really like Daniel Radcliffe. And it's funny because, like, I always say that. And then I tell people, like, I don't think he's, like, the greatest actor. But, like, I do think he's super talented, if that makes sense. Because, like... I actually went and saw him on Broadway when he was in How to Succeed in Business Without Trying. And he was like, he was so good in that. And uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, I obviously really like Harry Potter and Swiss Army Man is awesome. Now he's just, it's weird though. Like, I don't know if this is just what he, what he's into or like he's just trying to break away from Harry Potter. But I feel like now he just takes such weird roles. Cause like there was this and Swiss Army Man and Horns. Like they're all just like those roles where you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know? Maybe that's just what interests him. He just wants to do something outside of the box. People compare him a lot to like Elijah Wood now because like Elijah Wood was Frodo, but then he started doing like Sin City and like a bunch of like weird, weirder movies. Um, well, you know what's funny is when I was when I was talking just now about Daniel Radcliffe movies and how I haven't seen a lot of his, I kept thinking I'm like, no, I might have seen something. And every time I was like, nope, that was Elijah Wood. All <laughs> of them were Elijah Wood. They look kind of similar. Yeah, and and those movies were around the same time. Yeah, yeah, they were. But yeah, I mean, Daniel Radcliffe, he plays Miles. He's your main character. Samara Weaving, she plays Nyx. This movie was filmed before Ready or Not, I'm fairly certain. Like, I think this was... Was it? I think so. Ready or Not definitely made her a star. I feel like this is like watching her in this is almost like a step back for her. Because even like, I like her much more in like The Babysitter and like Three Billboards and stuff. I was really excited to see uh, Rice Darby. He plays... Glen Glenjamin, just that name. Glenjamin. <laughs> but yeah, like Flight of the Concords, What We Do in the Shadows. I mean, he's in the Jumanji movies that are coming out. 
but I think he's hilarious oh, right. in everything that he's in. And then uh, Ned Dennehy plays Richter. Uh, did you ever watch M- Mandy? I meant to ask you that. No, I really want to watch so, that. So he's he's the villain in Mandy. Okay. Yeah. He likes being the bad guy then. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll give you a few movie recommendations based on this movie, but that's you should watch Mandy. Natasha Leo Bordizo, though, she plays uh, Nova. It's basically like his like ex-girlfriend romantic interest, I guess. But she was in Hotel Mumbai, and she's actually doing really well for herself because she was also in The Greatest Showman. Oh, very cool. The, uh, the director and writer, though, on this is kind of an under-the-radar name, but um, his name got me a little excited. He's only directed and written one other full-length movie before this, but I actually think it's something that you would be really into. It's a movie that came out that was like not rated, so I don't think it ever hit theaters, but it's called Deathgasm. Oh, I might have seen Deathgasm. Okay. At least parts of it. It's a metal band summons demons, basically, <laughs> but it's like super like violent and stylized. It's only it's from like uh like 2017 or something or 16. I think it was 15, but yeah, it wasn't that long. Oh, ago. really? Yeah. Oh wow, I don't think I've seen the whole thing now that now that we're talking about it. Might have started it and fallen asleep. Okay. Because uh, a friend of of Megan's had lent it to us. Oh, cool. So yeah, I was gonna say that's actually a like a good movie. Like I haven't checked the Rotten Tomato score on it on it in a while, but I think the critic score at least is like. It's like high. It's like 80s. But yeah, I mean, that that's a good one. So that's kind of exciting. And then Jason Lee Howden, who is the director and writer, if you'd want to just like, yeah, but what else has he done? Like, he's normally in the art department for movies. Hmm. And he's on like a lot of our favorites because he was in the visual effects department for uh the Avengers. Whoa. Prometheus, he was he was in the visual effects department for. He was in the visual effects department for War for the Planet of the Apes. And I think he was he was in Man of Steel. He worked on that, which I think makes a lot of sense when you look at some of the action in this movie. Yeah. And then he also worked on all the Hobbit movies. So like, like wow. at least on from that front, I'm like, okay, yeah, you definitely have worked on a shit ton of like action movies, like in the in the visual effects department. So that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if you want to just start off here, the big aspect I think of this movie is just like the premise and how ridiculous. It is. Right. It is very over the top and in your face out of the gate. Like, they're not trying to hide that from you. This will probably sound like I'm blowing my load on how I feel about it, but I'm really not. But I think this is a good way to sell the movie. This is kind of like the rated R Scott Pilgrim versus the world, but without, like, the wittiness behind it. It's It feels more like if, like, a, a 10-year-old wrote it. <laughs> yeah, all right. I kind of I follow you. See, I would say less Scott Pilgrim and maybe maybe more shades of ready player one without the uh like the drama of like the political world around it you know or maybe not political world but like the corporate world around like the story of ready player one yeah i can see that i said scott pilgrim just because scott pilgrim is way more like in your face and stylized than ready player one yeah yeah definitely like in terms of like the camera work and the visuals and stuff yeah and like the way the characters act they like pop in and out of the screen and stuff it's it's much more scott pilgrim is much more absurd and you know people are flying through like the roofs of buildings and stuff like that like scott pilgrim is a lot more absurd whereas ready player one even though it is like a outlandish concept it's more grounded you know what i mean yeah and even like the video game aspect of it yeah 
it feels more like modern video games, whereas like Scott Pilgrim has like a little bit more of an old school feel. Yeah, and like Scott Pilgrim, when like things happen, there's like text that like pops up in like eight bit like behind them. Like that's very that happens a lot in this movie. They they do a lot of stuff where it cuts and they'll they'll show you something where like the amount of bullets he has in his gun show up and stuff like that. Yeah, that actually felt like Borderlands to me. Like even like the font and like the way it looked. Yeah, when I was watching it, like that was like immediately what kind of what I thought about because like. Scott Pilgrim is one of my favorite comedies, and I think a lot of the jokes in that, even though they're like crazy, I think that movie's very funny and very well written. A lot of the, I think a lot of the appeal to this movie is basically just like how violent can we get? At least I felt that way. It's it's kind of like it takes a lot of the same aspects that people like, but instead of it being like we're gonna make this really well written, it's more like we're gonna just like blow a lot of people's heads off. <laughs> Yeah, and dicks off. Yeah, exactly. A lot of dick shots. Which every time it happened, it made me laugh. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I was like, nice. <laughs> there is a deleted scene from this movie. Actually, I don't even know if it was deleted. I think they may have just like not had the time to be able to film it, but the original Nick's in the coke house scene, like when like you get introduced to that character and she goes into the coke house and just massacres everybody, mm-hmm. that was originally supposed to be in a mall. And I think it was supposed to be against cops, actually, which I think is a big reason why they cut it. But one of the things they cut was she does a split and double dick shots to cops. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So... <laughs> But I think they, I think they cut it for the reason they were basically like, oh, let's just do it against cokeheads. People won't care about that. <laughs> like, yeah, no need for uproar. Yeah, and I think, I think it also was like a time thing. They're like, we got to just scale this back a little bit. But that, that seems, I actually really like that scene. Yeah. Before we go into like scenes specifically, because there are some scenes that I really want to talk about, but just in general, overall, I was talking about with Free Guy how I was. Uh, I'm not sure if the premise could carry me through the entirety of the movie. I think a big reason why I feel that now is because I was kind of getting that in this. I I was too. Dude, because out of the gate, I was fucking into it. I was like, hell yes, this is awesome. It's it's crazy. It's vibrant. I love like the trashy, like cyberpunk-ish, like graffiti everywhere like i love that style it looks super cool i'm digging the humor in it it's super violent i'm like yeah fuck this is cool and it's only an hour and a half but about 40 minutes in i'm like this is kind of exhausting i can actually tell you when like the moment when my attention started declining in the movie yeah yeah it's essentially once nix starts hunting miles Oh wow, you'd think that's where it really kicks up. Uh no, I see I was into like before that. Like I, I liked the scene where I really like the opening scene when they show just like they kind of like break down what the schism is and they have like the car chase. I really like that. Yeah, it was really cool. I also really like the camera work in that scene, like the way it moved around and when they're in the scene and they're doing stuff, it's it's very cinematic. But then at the end of that battle that she's in and she beats them, and then, like the way the camera moves around her car feels like a video game. Like when you hit like the camera reset and you just change angles in yeah. a video game. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Whoa, that's really cool!" Like I like that they did that. Yeah, because it wasn't so in your face like video game, but <laughs> it it had that feel. Mm-hmm. I like that opening scene a lot, and then I really like the scene when she she goes after the cokeheads in that building. 
And yeah. then there was other stuff like I was watching it and like I actually found really on early on in the movie. I'm like, oh, cool. There's a continuity error. <laughs> and then and then like there was other stuff that I was like, that's kind of like cheap writing. But then there was some jokes that were like making me laugh a lot. And then you mentioned the camera, the scene when he wakes up with the guns attached to his arm was like, oh, so good. Yeah, you know, it was like a three minute long scene, unbroken scene. You know, there was no cuts in it. So I was like, oh, that's actually really cool. So like, and it's like a lot of spinning, like the way the the camera starts like upside down, and then it like it's moving through the apartment while it's spinning back to right side up, but then it it does like a friggin' seven twenty spin. Yeah, no, I like that. Really, just like the part that like when I was kind of like, oh, I don't know how much I'm actually gonna enjoy this anymore, or maybe that's not even the way I actually felt. I was just kind of like started losing interest. Was basically like they they established that Nyx is unstoppable. But then as soon as she gets within five feet of an unarmed man, or like, he's not unarmed, but he can't shoot those guns for shit. As soon as she gets within five feet of him, she apparently can't hit the backside of a barn (laughs) with a bullet. Yeah. Yeah, they show, because they established in the first scene, like, she's able to kill, like, six dudes as she is, like, they're driving in a truck. She kills six dudes while the truck is in motion, while she's in a car in motion that is currently, like, doing a back like tailspin in front of their truck. Yeah. And she, she like headshots each of them. She does it effortlessly. And then this nobody guy who is literally his hands are guns now and he's wearing tiger flippers or slippers. <laughs> slippers, yeah. But she like cannot hit him at all. And ever. And when she was in the apartment missing him, it bothered me a little bit, but I was like, I'm still having a good time. I think once the cops started missing also, I was like, okay, our main character's safe. I don't really have to give a shit anymore. And that's when it started going downhill for me. Yeah. That being said, his apartment was awesome. Yeah, it was upsetting that they blew it up. <laughs> like, Yeah, I know. Not blew it up, but like it got shot up so much. It's funny that yeah. we're like, oh, it was awesome because they make a joke in the movie basically being like, fucking verge. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I thought it was cool. Yeah, because it's all like movie posters and like, collector action figures and i'm like that's me yeah but i think that was kind of like when i realized like oh okay i kind of know what kind of movie i'm going to be getting now for the rest of this like at least that's how i felt yeah you can, i can kind of kind of see that there's writing issues with this movie i'll say that because you don't get a lot of who either one of them really are and you don't really know why you should care about either of them. Like there's hints at their pasts separately, but they don't do a lot to make you give a shit. Yeah, they don't. It's actually weird because I feel like you get more for Nyx than you do your main character. Yeah. And you see her way less. Yeah. And with Daniel Radcliffe's character with miles, I think you should sympathize him for, you know, a lot. And I don't know. I just, I never really got like attached to his character that much. Even in the beginning, I was just kind of like, I don't know. He just seemed kind of scummy to me. <laughs> like his whole like persona is like, I'm just going to go on the internet and troll people. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed like watching them. I think it was just more like I was enjoying watching how colorful it was and all like like the, the eye candy aspects of it. Yeah. And having fun with the jokes. But like, again, I feel like this is another one of those movies that we've done lately where I'm like, I'm having fun watching this, but it's not a good movie. Yeah, this is literally last week's episode we we talked about that. And that was another one where like 
characters didn't have much backstory and we, therefore we didn't have too much of a reason to care besides like, oh, they're kicking ass. Yeah. And I feel like this movie, they had a they had a cool concept and then that's where the creativity ended and then it was just like, okay, then what do we, what situation do we put this guy in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think that the, the concept or the idea was enough to carry for a uh, 90, 90 minute, 95 minute feature, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think it could have because, again, like, I really like the concept. I still like the concept of the film. I think uh, it leads to being a lot of fun, and there there is fun to be had with this movie. I just, uh, I felt like it wasn't finessed enough. I, I feel like I've been using that word a lot, but it's just, like, there's not enough flushed out in the movie to, to give you anything past, essentially, the, the gimmick of it, or, or you know what I mean? Like, the hook. Yeah, and even, like, the villain, too. Like, his motives were just... Oh, they're weak as shit. <laughs> yeah, like it was. It's actually it's very similar to the hunt. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Like your main character in the hunt essentially like called out the the villain online, and then that's basically what happened. On oh this yeah. Movie too. Yeah, you're right. Because I was like, man, this this dude who's like massacring people with this this schism underground world got set off that badly from a a keyboard warrior, <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah right so i don't know I, who is not even attacking him like he's just talking shit to other people who are streaming like yeah why didn't nobody else get because other people were commenting also one of the uh because in that scene like he's pounding it's like a montage thing he's pounding beers and it just keeps cutting the shots of him and then his computer and his face and he's drinking a beer and over it is just all the different comments they were making like me laugh. Stuff that he's commenting and then other people commenting back like, fuck you, you dickhead or whatever. Yeah. And so, so many of those screen names were so good. <laughs> and like the comments were so funny. Yeah. I actually, I was just going to say before you say the one that you're, you're thinking of while I was watching it, I was like, oh, I bet Sky is loving this right now. <laughs> Dude. One of the commenters, their screen name was Seaman Demon. <laughs> And I'm going to change my name immediately. <laughs> my legal name. Yeah, exactly. I know. I knew what you're talking about. They kept calling him a cuck also, which I know you've used that word like multiple times. So I just thought that was hilarious. That was so fun. <laughs> I thought the, at least the comments he was getting back at him, I thought were really funny. I was laughing at those. But that's, but that's the other thing. It's like almost opposite of what i mean we don't know the story of free guy but almost opposite of what we were talking about in free guy where the comedy doesn't land in this i feel like the story isn't well written but the jokes are really well written like when they want to be funny it hits like it's funny Mm -hmm. but it's just there's just not a good story there so there's not a lot to care about but it's it's very funny yeah you know i i definitely agree with that the jokes made me laugh a lot actually yeah, dude, when we meet, like, the villains in their headquarters and whatever, there's, like, one of uh, one of Richter's right-hand guys is this, it's like a horse gimp mask. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Megan could not get control of herself. She was laughing so much. <laughs> Just at the idea of, like, horse gimp mask. Because <laughs> it looked ridiculous. Oh, yeah. They call him out about it, too. Oh, yeah, I know. 
<laughs> just a little uh behind the the scenes uh like i guess movie magic they were talking about like the copious amounts of uh cocaine snorting in this Mm -hmm. they snort vitamin c powder i found that out today oh fun yeah something else i knew when they were doing the press junket is that uh samara weaving has a deathly hollows tattoo oh that's cool yeah that she tried to hide from daniel radcliffe during the filming of this movie (laughs) That's pretty funny. Because she was embarrassed. I know a lot of people have Deathly Hallows tattoos. Honestly, like, I would probably get one. That's how much I love Harry Potter. <laughs> and you don't even have tattoos. No, I don't. I'm going to get I'm gonna get his wand tattooed on me. <laughs> I'm not talking about from Harry Potter. You got to get it at the angle they show it in the movie. <laughs> oh, it's such a weird angle, too. <laughs> it, yeah, it's really weird. I said to Brandon after the movie, I was like, well, you should definitely watch this movie if you've always wanted to see a Daniel Radcliffe stick and you didn't get to see, what was it? Opus? Is that what, is that the play that he was in? He was in that naked play with the horses. So everyone's already seen his junk. Oh, okay. Well, good for everyone. I have not seen that. I actually didn't know that that meme of Daniel Radcliffe with him, with the guns in his hand. I actually didn't know that was from this movie. There's a meme. There's a, there's a meme that's like been going around where it's usually just like me at the start of blah, 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 me at the end of it. And it's, and like it, the one of him at the end of it is a clip from Guns Akimbo, and he's got the guns attached to his hands, and he's in the like the flipper, the the tiger slippers and the robe, and he just looks like super uh-huh. shitty. But I didn't know that was that was for this movie until I started watching it. I was like, oh, that's where that came from. Like I I always assumed that it was a picture of Daniel Radcliffe out in public, and the and they like photoshopped the guns into his hand. Huh. I wonder if that was like a promotional tool that they kind of set up. I don't know to get uh to get the word out, but I think I think this movie came out a long time ago. Like I think this movie like actually was done maybe about a year ago, and it, they show the picture in the movie. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was like a post like thing they did where they're like, oh, like this went viral. Let's throw it in the movie to like you know a little nod to it. Yeah, and especially because the movie a big part of the plot is this viral. Yeah. You know, game thing, like the whole schism thing. Yeah, because in the movie, it's so it fits. in the movie, it's not like they show the clip that that picture was taken. They show the picture of the meme. Right. No, I got you. I had fun with, with certain parts of it. I laughed a lot. I actually trying to think of comedies this so far this year, but this made me laugh probably more than most movies. I think The Gentleman probably made you laugh more. Yeah, I think in terms of like the, the style of humor, I think The Gentleman is a little bit more my speed. Not that this isn't funny to me, but I think I have a little bit more appreciation for that level of comedic writing in the gentleman, because this is like over the top. I think it's a little bit, a little bit uh, easier to fit over the top as opposed to trying to fit comedy into like a gangster. set. I think there's a little bit more finesse now that I'm, I'm going to say finesse. Yeah. I, I completely agree with what you're saying, though, because I feel like although there's things in this movie that are funny, I feel it's a lot more like juvenile, I guess, where it's like it wasn't, yeah, it yeah, wasn't something it. it wasn't something that really took like smart writing to make. It was just like more so funny visuals and absurdity, like over the top violence that gets a reaction out of you rather than like a well-written joke. Right. And like another part that like really made me laugh hard was mainly just gross out humor when he eats that old hot dog. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I'll say that too. Murray's great. Yeah. I'm sorry. What's his real name? Rise Darby. Every time he was on the screen, I actually laughed. Like I wish he was in more because I think he's so funny. He was 
absolutely hilarious. Like all of his dialogue is great. One part that I just thought was hilarious was like they show him two times basically watching this schism on his TV. And then like the third time it cuts back to him and it's a broken TV and he's just like a crackhead looking at a broken TV. Yeah. <laughs> I love that too. When uh, Daniel Radcliffe is first talking to him and he's, he, he says something about like, I take it. You probably don't know. Wouldn't know much about that. He's talking about like some sort of programming thing. He's like, why'd you assume that? Like, um, what if I was some great coder and I worked and uh, my little startup collapsed and that's why i'm homeless now he's like oh my god i'm so sorry is that what happened to you he goes no smoked a bunch of crack (laughs) (laughs) i'm like that's so good (laughs) he's got a half-eaten hot dog that's been sitting next to him for what do you what do you say like eight months it's like i have been trying to get rid of that for eight months (laughs) (laughs) well i don't know how he's been trying to get rid of it i know that's crackhead logic it's like man i can't get rid of this hot dog you can literally just throw it (laughs) Yeah, I thought I thought that was all all really funny. Yeah, I don't know how much more you got on this. Literally nothing. Okay. Yeah, I was I was gonna say like, uh, if if you really like like gross out humor and 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 gore and stuff, you're you're gonna have a good time with it. It is it is funny to a degree. I just think it it where like it runs out its welcome a little bit towards the end, and the characters and like the writing isn't like really anything to like you know get into. And then I wasn't even going to harp on this, but I think the editing is actually really awful in this movie. <laughs> but yeah, some of the scenes are pretty, pretty difficult to watch. Yeah. It, or really difficult to decipher. Like I can't, you can't tell what you're looking at mm-hmm. for, for a good amount of it. The action is, there's so many cuts. Yeah. There's a lot of cuts mm-hmm. and it's so fast and you can't really keep up. Yeah. That was, that was the part, but you know, I think if you're like a fan of like movies like Crank or or like Running Man or like Scott Pilgrim or stuff, you'll probably find stuff that you can enjoy in this movie. It's definitely fun, but yeah, for for me, like halfway through, I was just like, uh, this is too much. Yeah, I I expected Nick's and Miles to like join up eventually in the movie. I was waiting for that. Yeah, I just thought that it would have happened sooner, and I kind of wish it did because almost like. You know, if you break this movie down into, you know, like the three acts, it's about two full acts almost. It's like a chase movie. Yeah. I felt like it was just a little too long because the chase kind of starts either at like the end of the first act or the beginning of the second act, but it goes on until like almost the last 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. So I kind of wish that there was less of that and the team up maybe happened sooner or they gave the characters, you know, they wrote in some reason for them to team up sooner because I think that's why it was just kind of like, okay, I'm watching the same thing over and over again. Yeah. It gets very repetitive and that time could have, and probably should have been used to kind of give us more backstory about these two characters or even just one of the characters. Like I would have been happy just to learn more about anybody in this movie, just to kind of fucking have a reason to care. Yeah. Well, do you, sir, have tomato tomatoes for me? <laughs> tomato, tomato. The critics are bringing this in at a 54%. Oh, so that's failing. Yeah, that's failing. Tomato, the audience, they're bringing it in at a 40%. That is also failing. Yeah. <laughs> so no one's giving this movie love, huh? It's an F to an to a lower F. Hmm, F or F minus. I'd like to play like I... Don't know what I'm going to pick, but I already know because I'm going to say tomato. Okay. And I don't think I would fail this movie. I had fun. I had laughs. The, the soundtrack slaps. And I was talking about like the the aesthetic 
and like that neon trashy, like everything's graffiti. People got big red mohawks and stuff like that. Like it feels very nineties and something I noticed there's a ska song in this. And then in the nineties, movies like this always had a ska song in it. I actually, I did notice the ska song and I was like, I was curious what you thought of the music in this movie, because there's some things that are like, you know, these like, there's a lot of covers. Yeah. I was going to say, there's a lot of covers of like, pop songs that like they've made songs. into like kind of like punk songs or like metal songs kind of. Yeah. And uh, I was wondering what you thought about that. And then there's kind of like an EDM like motif that goes on throughout a lot of it. So I was kind of wondering what you, how you felt about it. It was a mix. Like when they would play a song, I'd be into it. And then when it was just like the, like the EDM backing track, it was fine. Cause it like, it fit the vibe yeah you know yeah. so like it made sense yeah it's not my style but i got that's, it. that's that's kind of what i was thinking because i i didn't mind it i felt the same thing i was like okay this is definitely like fit in the style of the movie i think i'm like there's stuff that i'm more into that's like edm like I, that's not a type of music i listen to but like there's like i really like enter shikari and they've got a lot of synth and stuff in their music so i'm like cool with it so and i think some of that stuff you're not into at all. That's why I was sitting there like, I wonder if Sky's enjoying this or he's like, this shit is whack. <laughs> I mean, I like synthy stuff too, man. Oh, okay. I just got a cure tattoo. So all right, all right. like that doesn't bother me at all. Okay. But I was just, I was just happy to see like a ska song in this. Cause I was already getting vibes. I'm like, they could have made this movie in the nineties and it would have fit like perfectly in with like so many other movies. Um, and then they had a ska song in it. I'm like, Oh, it's a nineties movie. <laughs> like, this is crazy. Um, so I had fun at certain points, but I think at the end of the movie, like I didn't have like a great feeling like when it ended, I was just like, huh? Okay. So for all those reasons, I'm not failing it. I'm going to give it a D plus. Oh, cool. Yeah. I am also going tomato and I'm giving it a D. All right. Very nice. We're close. Yeah. Super close. Yeah. I really don't have much to say that you didn't just say, honestly, but I, I had fun. I just feel very similar to how I felt about a lot of movies recently where I'm like, yeah, I had fun, but it's not like the best written movie. There are a few things in this movie that I think are a little bit more egregious than some other ones that we've seen lately where I'm like, yeah, like found multiple continuity errors and there's no characters to this movie. <laughs> so, but I like the people involved and I had fun with the violence and like the visuals and obviously the video game aesthetic, like was cool for me. So yeah, dude, but I'm noticing. So for the double deuce, so far, we're not getting boned, really. Like, I feel like last year in the beginning of the year, there were movies that were really not fun for us. Like, movies that we might not have even necessarily failed, but we were just like, ah, this wasn't very good, and we didn't get a lot of enjoyment. Like, I don't think Glass we failed, but we definitely didn't get a good time out of it. You know? Yeah, you know what also plays into it? I think a big part is that last year, there was more movies that we were like, really hyped for that let us down yeah we learned our lesson this year yeah and then also add into the fact that we are watching like way more really bad netflix movies that probably contributed to it like feeling worse than it was uh because so far i don't i don't feel like we've had a movie that we were you know like really looking forward to that's let us down i feel like there's been movies that have surprised us or movies that have been maybe a little bit better than we anticipated which wasn't saying a ton of you know what i mean yeah that's true because we did go into those or at least i know for sure like invisible man for me i went in with low expectations but i think for both of us we were like sonic that's gonna be dog shit yeah and like 
you know, last year Glass kind of let us down, and I think this is a little bit later, but like I know Godzilla kind of let us down. Yeah, Godzilla wasn't that much later. Yeah, so, so like I don't know, there was just I feel like there was more movies, but we were like, God damn it! Like last year turned into the banger that it was, only really in the last like three months of it. Because yeah, it was still like that. the summer. Yeah, it was still like the summer. We were like, this year sucks. <laughs> and then honestly, yeah. last year it turned out to be like one of my favorite years for movies. Yeah, it's crazy how much just gold came out at the end. Yeah. But right now, like, we're not getting gold, but we're not getting dog shit either. Like, we're getting some okay stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm definitely, uh, you know, content with what we've been getting. I'm just like waiting for like that one movie that's really going to like, you know, where I'm going to be like, holy shit. Because I feel like the best movie that I've seen so far was probably Onward. And I feel like even like with that, a lot of that played into like my sensibilities. Yeah. And even that movie wasn't totally perfect. Yeah. So. Or I don't even think that movie would land maybe for me, at least. I don't think that movie would land in a top 20 if it was from if it came out last year i don't think it would have been in the top 20 yeah no i don't think it would have would have either yeah so it's too early in the year to to start thinking top 10 although i learned a lesson so this year my note in my phone for all the movies i've seen i am ranking them as i see them oh it's a good good idea yeah that way it's just like okay just saw this movie instead of having it in numerical order of like or chronological order i'm just okay where would I put it on a list against the rest of these? I like it better than this. It's not as good as this. If I need to move numbers around, it's easy right now because there's only like 12 movies on my list. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it. <laughs> Instead of having 200 plus movies and you're like, <laughs> yeah, and you're trying to do it all at one time. Yeah. You're trying to remember movies. You're looking at titles and you're like, what the fuck movie was that? <laughs> Knives Out? That I can't even remember that piece of shit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what is this Star Star Wars? Am I saying that right? Star Wars. One nine one seven. Was it a, a firefighter movie? <laughs> what is one nine one? Was military time? Like, <laughs> is this Dunkirk? <laughs> it's military and time. Oh, they, they, exactly. <laughs> now the Knives Out and nineteen seventeen are awesome. Yeah, nineteen seventeen coming to Blu-ray real soon. Uh, came out yes, uh, I think this week, right? Didn't it come out on Tuesday? Well, that would be very soon. It'd be so yeah. soon. It already happened. <laughs> yeah, I think it did. I was actually, I was thinking about stopping at Best Buy today, and I was like, I don't know if Best Buy is open because the huge mall that's near me closed, and it's in that mall. Yeah, I don't think Best Buy would be considered essential, but Walmart and Targets are still open, and they have them. Ooh, so, okay, all right. And there's, a, there's that's a like a good workaround for this. It's like, all right. Maybe movies and stuff are not essential, but there are two stores that sell them and they won't close because they also sell groceries. Same reason why my job won't close, <laughs> even though they just had a confirmed case of Corona. For real? Yeah. They just oh. told us today that somebody yesterday at my job is now in quarantine. Oh, wow. And you were near them? I have no idea. We don't know who it was. Well, I don't know who it was. That's bad. Yeah. We'll see. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> no, I'm actually that that scared me. They're not good at it. No, no, no. I I think I think it'd be fine. We'll yeah, see they, though. They gave you toilet paper. You're definitely uh safe. Yeah, no. I mean, they're really good about cleaning everything and uh doing all that shit. Plus I wash my hands like 100 times. And I wear gloves at work. Like I don't touch my skin doesn't touch anything at my job. Okay. 
I mean, I was making out with this one guy last <laughs> week, and he had a tickle in his throat, but that's it. It was just your penis. Yeah, the tickle was my dick. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I got a tickle in my throat. I'm like, um... Obviously. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm fucking cockboxing your tonsils. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. Man. That's a that's a terrible way to end this episode. <laughs> oh man, what are we doing next week though? This is a surprise for everybody. It's a surprise for us mostly. Yeah. You know what? We'll have to talk about it. We'll have to figure it out. Maybe right after we're done recording this one. Maybe, maybe, and I'm not promising this to you, fucking swampies. But maybe we throw it to you guys. We put up like a poll or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. And uh, or maybe we start a bracket. Yeah. Do a special episode. Or maybe, 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 <laughs> maybe we do a um, like a what to watch episode, which we've talked about doing for like a Patreon. But maybe we do a test run of that and. Start suggesting you guys some movies. I actually had a, a buddy of mine ask me for suggestions. He's like, hey, I'm bored as shit. Give me some movies to watch. I'm like, what do you have? He's like, I got Amazon, Netflix. And I, I gave him a list of maybe like 20 movies. I'm like, here's what's good on Netflix. Here's a bunch of good shit that I know that's on Amazon. And he's like, uh, okay. He's like, this this will probably be enough. There's actually, surprisingly, a lot of good stuff on Netflix right now. I usually feel like Netflix is like good for TV shows, but like, kind of meh for movies but there's a lot of stuff on netflix that is like worth watching right now yeah so maybe that's a good episode for next week or maybe i gotta just bite the bullet and spend twenty dollars to watch some fucking movie which i really don't want to do <laughs> but for you swampies it's worth it Th there's only a few other like vod movies that we could even really do i feel like like bloodshot and emma really right because we bloodshot. already did that now yeah, Bloodshot, Emma, and then that might be it, honestly. Yeah, because Birds of Prey, we already did. We saw it when it was out. There's that Jesse Eisenberg movie that I think hit VOD. That might be cool. Yeah, if that hit VOD, I would like to watch that. Yeah. See, my thing is, I don't know if the Swampies are going to want to spend $20 to see one of these movies either. I think people are definitely doing it. You think so? Yeah. I'd be interested to see the numbers on that. I bet you that's got to be reported on somewhere. Here's the thing, though. I actually really hope people go and spend the money because I never want to get to the point where they just close down theaters. Like movies are definitely meant to be shown in a theater, I I think. But in certain cases, I do think that it would be nice if like, let's say like some movie comes out at the same time that Avengers Endgame is coming out and you can't watch it because Avengers Endgame or whatever movie it is is playing in a bajillion theaters. I think it would be nice for a studio to have confidence to be like, yeah, I can throw this movie out on VOD also, and people are actually going to go and spend money on it. Like, I think that's yeah. a good option for people to have. So I hope that people are actually going and buying the movie and, and checking them out because I think this is, you know, people talk with their wallets, you know? So this is a good way for that, people, you know, studios and see just to check out if this will actually work. I talk with my wallet all the time. Would you like to meet them? <laughs> hey, Colin, I'm Wallety. Oh. I'm a wallet. I hated this. <laughs> I open my wallet and close it real fast. It looks like I'm talking. <laughs> Can I have another business card that I will never look at? <laughs> People hand you a business card and it's like, oh, great. I'll throw this out for you. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Karen, do you happen to have any small receipts you can stuff me with? <laughs> Please. Do you know what I was saying, though, with, with, with all that? Yeah, no, I got it. <laughs> okay. I just took it as a chance to use my wallet as a puppet. Oh, well, we all want to do that. Yeah, we're the puppets. <laughs> In this fucking corporate jigsaw puzzle but we're all corner pieces we don't fit in are you reciting lines from the hunt long long <laughs> yeah it's been two weeks now my french has not gotten any better <laughs> croissant i like how the le hunt there's no t on it it's just <laughs> yeah there's barely it's any words after le once and le long <laughs> yeah it's just two grunts <laughs> It's like Tim Allen <laughs> in Home Improvement. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Bow now. Uh-huh. Well, as Tim Allen would say all the time at the end of every episode, don't forget to follow us on social media at Two Dudes Movie Reviews. <laughs> it was weird that he knew this was going to happen. And pr- very prophetic. I was just going to say, Tim Allen is the two dudes prophet. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, two dudes movies with Sky and Colin. And I was like, huh? <laughs> 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 and I was like, JTT, what are you doing here? <laughs> JTT. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Mm-hmm. But yeah, two dudes movie reviews. Do that. Go to our social media. Share the post about the book so you can get the book. Because that's a cool thing. And then also you can go to like todosmoviereviews.com because it's like our fucking website or whatever. <laughs> An Apple podcast. <laughs> go to it. I don't care. You know what? Don't go to our website. Reverse psychology. Oh, wow. These fucking stupid swampies won't know what hit them. <laughs> and of course, Apple podcast, iTunes, reviews on there. They make the world go round. Yeah, you know what? You leave a review... And then if you want to DM us a picture of the review, we'll send you the fucking book that way too. If you don't want to repost on your social media, whatever, man, leave us a review and we'll send it to you. Yeah, that that's I'm I'm down for that. You made that up on the spot, but I'm down for it. Yeah, just winging it. Mm-hmm. Whatever, bro. It's casual. We're just a couple of dudes who love movies and fucking crunchy tunes and tasty waves, brah. <laughs> tasty waves. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just get out there on some tasty waves, listen to some crunchy tunes, some bobacious babes. <laughs> I always like your surfer impression. I think we've done that before. We have. But you know how it goes, man. Sometimes you just repeat yourself. And sometimes you just repeat yourself. Sometimes you just repeat yourself. Sometimes you just repeat yourself. And on that note, suck it, swampies. Suck it, swampies. Suck it, Swampies. (laughs) Suck it, Swampies. Suck it, Swampies.